Good morning, Beat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 227. We have now done as many episodes as the television series starring Marla Gibbs as the sharp-tongued inner-city resident gossip and housewife, Mary Jenkins. That show was called 227. Speaking of clever segue about show I've never seen before, this week we're talking about the 1995 piratey rom-com starring Gina Davis and Matthew Bodine. This Mo- episode, Modine? 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 Is that what I said? Yeah. You said, you said Bodine. Oh, that's what it should be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew. <laughs> Get the name change gun now. <laughs> Starring Gina Davis and Matthew Modine. This week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep, where you can get a free audiobook just for signing up for a free trial, and you support our show. And it was also sponsored by Michael, who says this, I sponsored this movie as a birthday present to my wife, Monica. She was one of the few people who saw the movie in theater. It's just you and you and her, as did you yeah, see her there? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, a lot of B movie conversations tend to skip this one, and it's a shame. We think it's just the right amount of bad to be a delightful watch. Mm. And besides, how often does a movie single handedly destroy a film company? I mean, I, I did some research. There yeah. were some extra hands in this destruction, uh, yes, including Showgirls. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. According, it, according to the Wikipedia, I mentioned they were. Probably on their way out anyway. It, it, this movie was great though, because like it, it kind of tanked a bunch of things, right? Right? Like like had a tough time. Uh, so Gene Davis is married to the director. Their Always relationship did, you know, did not last. Well, yeah. Um, pirate movie genre in general. Also yeah, that's took what Wikipedia said. It said they stopped pirates as a bankable movie idea. Yeah, yeah. I think they also <laughs> like until Pirates of the Caribbean. Until Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think female action stars. I think also took a hit. Um, wow. Gene Davis's career generally. Uh, I don't think we've had a lot, heard a lot from Matthew. Modine Bodine uh, since then either it was but that like, kid from Malcolm in the Middle did great yeah I saw that Francis <laughs> alright anyway if you want to force us to watch anything for as a present to your wife you can go to readdashweep.com click on the green dollar sign and then uh, sign up for our mailing list and you'll find out you'll be the first one to find out when sponsorships are open it's the only way for you to find out is get to be up on our mailing list so readdashweep.com click on the dollar sign get ready to sponsor an episode today I am your host of this show. I'm Alex Falcone on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And we have a great panel for you today. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, I recognize you. You're no whore. You're my niece. <laughs> <laughs> I could be It took both. him so long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> well, you know, I'll when he last saw his niece, his niece, yeah, she was not... Dressed as a whore, right. pretending to be a whore. I mean, she was that, dressed as a pirate. In in her <laughs> defense, the official whore uniform. <laughs> yeah, she stole that. She like she did the classic like guards uniform thing where she like knocked a whore over the head and put on her clothes, <laughs> and then well, basically the same clothes she was wearing. You're it's a like, little short for a whore, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also she was no, introduced it, it was, to him. Was the, like it was like basically the same outfit, but it's just like lower. It looked right? it, 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 it looked just, the same to me. Yeah, more she could just like knocked herself over the head and just like scrunched down her bodice a little bit. 
Right, and she hid her gun under her dress instead of that outside was of the cool, dress. A cool hip holster thing. Yeah, that's like the key. The, I like that it wasn't like a derringer. It was just like a full, like you know, like like three foot long gun. Like yeah, it was a the, lot the of length of her leg. Yeah. Also, it's not it's not really in, in the uncle's defense. She was introduced as, "Hey, pirate captain, here is a whore for you." Right. So you can see why. Right, there's some bias there, I guess, in yeah. the way the pre- yeah. question's presented. Yeah, actually, exactly. it's pretty good then, considering yeah. that that he figured out as quick as he did. Right, right. If it had been like, hey, Captain, here's your niece, he would have been like, but she looks like a whore. That would have been a totally different yeah, story. Yeah, wait a second. You're no niece. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hi, Alex. I am a uh, treacherous, weaselly novelist who also happens to be an improbably excellent swimmer. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Im- uh, very probably. buoyant. I believe that. <laughs> is that what it is? He was rather obese, wasn't he? He was large. Uh but buoyant, I think, yeah, is a good word for it. I think that's the key to what he did. <laughs> buoyant. Buoyancy. Uh, also joining us today, she's at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Chicago, Illinois. It's Sarah Hathaway. Bad dog. Oh. Kaboom. <laughs> Man, what if that was how they disciplined dogs with cannons? <laughs> they do uh, I learn. Mean, I don't know. This what? dog, unlike Pirates of the Caribbean, had no dogs with jobs in it. Oh. <laughs> I, I wanted to call this guy Dog the Booty Hunter. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> no. That's so good. Oh, I can't believe... I, the thing about disciplining him this way, though, is you have to discipline a dog with a cannon immediately after the thing you're yeah, mad at him for. Yeah, otherwise they, they don't remember. Yeah, right. It's like, what, what did that pirate captain dog think that he was being disciplined for? Right. He, yeah. What's his memory like? Yeah, did he start for starting the war, or was it for you know be, taking the map from Dad's head in the first place, or yeah. any number of indiscretions? I, here's what I think: Captain Dog still gonna pee on the couch. No. <laughs> I mean, I have a dog now, and every time he goes after part of the family treasure, we say no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you call him Captain Dog? Yeah, Captain Dog, <laughs> behave. <laughs> I, I like Captain Dog. I, I I enjoy his presence on Instagram. So, yes, he's he took over Instagram. <laughs> that one I didn't discipline him in time. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so cute, Sarah. So you were uh, by the way you were requested by our sponsor Michael. Uh, he wanted to request you because you had done so many Twilight episodes. He wanted to let you watch something that actually had a strong female character. So. Oh, that's thank you. She was awake for the climax. She was. She <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. She didn't spend any time just staring out the window, being sad about her about being dumped. <laughs> no, she did occasionally yeah, get drunk. You know, she was never believably in love with anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she was. I wouldn't say she was a great actor, but the character was fine. She was like pirate. Yeah. She was pirate uh, all over the place. I mean, I wish this had been Kristen Stewart in this role. <laughs> oh, oh, that's an interesting idea. I. How yeah. about this? Where like Kristen Stewart, but it's like a double role. So like she's also Captain Dog, and the monkey. <laughs> Kristen, me, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, find out what happened. In case you were one, not one of the two people who saw this in theaters, Ezra and Monica. So if you're not one of those, you're going to need to know the plot. Chris, summarize this plot for our listeners, if you would, in the style of a lady with a monkey. <laughs> That's all. So, just a lady who's a little harried, and her stuff is covered in monkey poo? Well, and there's a monkey on her shoulder right now, yeah, yeah, possibly yeah. loading her musket. Figurative and literal <laughs> monkey on her back. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so let's let's uh, take ourselves back to pirate times, whenever that is. Yes, let's. Uh, into the, the Caribbean Sea and the, and the pirate trade there. Um, basically, this movie follows uh, the lady pirate Morgan, uh, who's played by Gina Davis. And she is a hard-hitting, swashbuckling pirate who, what do pirates do? They go after treasure. And the treasure she's specifically looking for is the treasure of uh, an entire Spanish gold ship um, that was hidden somewhere uh, a long time ago um, by her uncle and her other uncle and her dad. And so they're three brothers, and uh, you know they can't all get to the map at once. Cause I'm not. I'm not exactly sure about this, uh, Chris. But yeah. I think it was Grandpappy Pirate who like. Oh, it was Grandpappy Pirate who yeah, had the treasure, uh-huh, but and the then boys... like passed it down to three of the four brothers for some reason. Yeah. Oh, so many brothers. Yeah. It was, yeah. Everyone was... was her uncle in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so all the yes. pirating is done by this one family, it turns out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dynasty. They're like yeah. the Kennedys of pirates. Yeah. <laughs> so her uncle, Dog, which is D A W G, Doggy Brown, Ray Clangella, and. He uh, basically at the start of the movie, he is he has kidnapped his brother who has another third of the map. Gina Davis's dad. This is Black Harry um, and wants the map because he wants to go after this treasure and wants it all for himself. But Black Harry, who is a more honorable pirate, question mark, says, (laughs) oh, I've got the map all on my head and you can't have it. And so instead he gets shot and Gina Davis comes to his rescue and he tells her that the map is actually tattooed on his scalp. Yeah, he was being a little unclear, I think, which yeah. may have caused his death. The, the, <laughs> it was on his head. He pointed at his head, and they might have thought, you mean metaphorically brain. it's yeah, in your yeah, brain. Yeah. No, but in he which meant case, literally. killing him is a bad idea anyway. Right. Yeah, both ways it doesn't make sense. But also, it was a very small portion of map really could have put that into your brain. Yeah, well, totally the, words were, the words were backwards on the map, which makes it pretty hard to put in your brain. Which means he was actually probably tattooing himself in the mirror, I think, <laughs> is why everything was backwards. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought they just, like, they had, like, a paper copy of the map, turned it upside down, and then traced it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe his head is just made out of silly putty, and he just... Oh, oh yeah. And that's where it got just there. just a transfer? Yeah. It was newspaper? Scalping yeah. would be way easier if that could happen. <laughs> well, yeah, The yeah. only thing that they never talk about again is that in order to get the map so she can find the treasure, Gina Davis shaves her dad's head, who just died, and scalps him, and then takes the scalp and keeps it in her pants the entire yeah, movie. She yeah, never... she puts it in her underwear, and it makes, like, squishy sounds every time yeah. anyone touches it. Because it's her so dad's gross. human skin. They, I mean, she never yeah. she never thought to trace it and then throw away the head. Yeah. Mm. And then Matthew, oh, it's sentimental Matthew value. Bodine is like, is this some sort of sheepskin? And she's just like, winky face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'll never tell. That's not <laughs> sheep. Uh, the problem with that is, of course, that, that not only are some letters backwards, but it's in Latin. So she needs somebody who speaks Latin. She finds Matthew Modine, this uh, oh, guy Oh, she needs a is... pig. They speak Latin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they do it sort of backwards, right? Isn't that how? I don't know. Yeah, they, they read yeah. to left. All, yeah. all pigs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a thief who got captured and was now in prison, and she breaks him out because she knows he... Uh, speaks Latin and writes Latin and reads Latin and is a Latin sort of guy. Yeah, he's full um, of Latin. So his name is Shaw, and he's going to be your roguish love interest in the movie. Um, well, well, when no we say roguish, reason. we do mean like rogue, like hyphen ish. 
Yeah, There's like some... a Nissan Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> God, my kingdom for a Carrie Elwes. Oh, I know. God. Oh, he'd be so good in this. So Gina Davis takes, you know, from her dad's scalp, she has the longitude, um, but she doesn't have the latitude of where Cutthroat Island is, the titular island where yeah. the treasure is, is stored. Um, so she needs the other pieces. And uh, so she has to get them from her other two uncles. There's Uncle Mordecai. Um, who uh, she finds by dressing as a whore in a port and then goes to, but then at the last <laughs> any whore in a port, am I right? Her other uncle to like get <laughs> no, the map to any port in a horm. I don't know. <laughs> what I want to know is what was the conversation before when they had a kid where dad and mom are like, you know, what name I really like, and she says dog, and he's like, no, yeah. no, no, Mordecai. <laughs> There's who- Harry. Mordecai, yeah. okay, a little old-fashioned, and then dog, yeah. and the full name's even crazier, right? So it's so it's it's um it's Black Harry, Dog Brown, Mordecai Fingers, and then the other brother who we don't ever see because he just gets killed before it starts is Richard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Richard, <laughs> maybe Richard the not very good pirate. That's <laughs> <laughs> such. I mean, Mordecai is such a. I mean, I, Richard stands out there, but so does Mordecai. Is it? We, we decided to go with a biblical name this week instead yeah. of a. <laughs> line of 90s t-shirts yeah um, so uh she gets eventually let's see did she get the map then or did dog get that piece of the map then oh, i think uh, Shaw got it Shaw got, Shaw got it Shaw from the eel the eel barrel Shaw got it from a barrel oh, that's of eels. right it was a piece of barrel that had the map on it totally a good hiding place for a map <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, it's pirate times. There's barrels all over the place. The key right is now. there's a time where they have a corner of the map on a barrel, and they connect it to a quarter <laughs> of a piece of paper map, and then just dad's skull. <laughs> <laughs> and they put the map together, and they're like, oh. And then Captain Planet shows up and takes him to the yeah. gold. No shit. And so they, they go to get the treasure, but um, not only is Dog hot on their heels, but so is the British government. Um who, you know, are after Morden for piracy charges. And Boy, there so, was a lot going on in this movie. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, there, there were like eight, eight villains, I feel like, that teamed up. <laughs> there, there were. It was like the Avengers of pirate villains. Yeah, and a hapless lieutenant who was just sort of <laughs> trying to feel his way through the job. Um, <laughs> who commits lieutenant treason by the end and turns good. Or piratey, at least. <laughs> or turns pirate. Yeah, he yeah. turns pirate. pirate. Good as stretching it. The pirates are still the bad guys. Yeah, but, it's, it's um, hard to remember that. <laughs> Um, so that, um, Shaw and Morgan actually, for some reason, uh, you know, due to weather and a, a, some slight mutiny, are the only two people. <laughs> Just a mild case of mutiny. Mild case of mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> a mild mutiny. Are the only two people who actually go into the cave to see all this treasure. They get ambushed. Uh, the bad guys get the treasure. They kidnap Shaw. And uh, Morgan gets away because uh, everybody is so capable of su- surviving improbable falls. To yeah, yeah, fall, yeah. Gravity is sword. way shittier back in the 1700s. Yeah, gravity and, you know, the entire the entire set is just nerf, I'm convinced. This whole thing but, took place on the moon, so everybody's like, oh, it's just a light fall. <laughs> yeah, just a light fall on to, to be dashed on rocks. Oh, I have a bruise. Maybe fall damage is just off in this world. <laughs> the impressive thing, like, actually the crazy thing is that, like, um, there weren't really a whole lot of stunts, like stunt doubles for this. Like a lot of it's just like Gina Davis, like throwing her body around. So like, yeah, oh, I think good we're, for like, her. Yeah, well, so like this is kind of, a, I guess, a trademark of this director, and maybe uh, could be a cause of marital concern later on, I guess, or arguments. Oh, right, they were married. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so like um, the part where she like does a kind of pretty bad a move of like uh, she's on the carriage and then like there's like a low hanging like I don't know harem or something that she like jumps through the harem like starts yeah. running yeah yeah um, frontward roll onto the yeah, moving yeah. horse she goes out of her shoulder way. roll right into the seat of the carriage on the other side 
Yeah. So that really I was her. I, when I watched that, I was like, that looks like that's actually her. Yeah, that's, it was totally her. Yeah. And she had to do it a bunch of times, including uh, falling under the carriage when she mistimed it at one point. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, do you think? Yeah, end that marriage, girl. Get out of there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, commitment to realism here. This is the same director as Deep Blue Sea. Do you think LL Cool J went to, had to go through that shit? Had to <laughs> as well. Also had to be bitten in half by a shark for real? Yeah. Well, no, he survived. Oh, did he? I don't remember. Yeah, but he still got bitten. A little bit. <laughs> a mild a case of the shark. Yeah, a mild side. case of mine. Yeah. Okay, anyway, um, so Bring us home, Chris. and the good pirates, quote-unquote, um, basically go, they catch up with Shaw's ship, they have a big old fight at the end, and they wind up killing Shaw with a cannon. No, 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 no. dog, gun. dog. Dog. Sorry, uh, yeah, never mind. Shaw I, good, dog dogs. bad. <laughs> yes, that's right. Bad dog. <laughs> bad dog. Bad dog. If you said bad okay. Shaw, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, so she does say bad Shaw and shoots Shaw. Or shoots dog. I can't even... What the fuck? Bad dog shoots Frank Je- Langella in the uh, uh, in the gut. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the good guys get the treasure, despite the entire ship of the bad guys blowing up in a huge gasoline explosion. <laughs> and then they make the very reasonable decision to not invest that money, but rather to just leave it on the deck of a ship yeah. and go pirate guys, some more. Let it ride, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Put it all on pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So this movie meandered a bit, but um, oh my that's god, kind of more or less what happened. It was all right. I I didn't think I could not like a pirate movie. I didn't think it was possible. Yeah, how dare it be two hours long? That was <laughs> yeah. my main complaint. A tight ninety, I would have loved it. But I did like how yeah, I mean, pretty much everything in the movie like was drenched in gasoline and just like you know like exploded at like just the drop of a hat. Just like no matter yeah. what it was. Yeah. Oh no, someone dropped their hat. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's let's get into our compliments now, you guys. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich when we do it. Sarah, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Um, I would like to go first, please. Lay it on us. So Valentine's Day is coming up. So soon. And it's really good to think about some unconventional gifts for that special person in your life. Mm-hmm. And this movie gave us a really good one because the director, who was Gina Davis's husband at the time had everyone in this movie tell her how hot she was <laughs> over oh, and over again. Yeah, what a nice ego boost. Right? Yeah, it was really it was really cool. Everyone kept telling her how sexy and desirable and strong she was. Yeah, no one was ever like, "Man, your face is pretty big." They didn't no one said that. It was all compliments. <laughs> yeah, no no remarks on face or size whatsoever. Just like, your, your face is pretty big in the good way. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you got a lot of face to love, Gina Davis. Yeah, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Also, there was some good, like, uh, basically, this is sort of a rom-com adventure, uh, and mm-hmm. the, the romance, there's a lot of good romance in it. Like, she saved him when he was drowning and had rats on his face. Yeah. 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 And then he, he took a, a, like, musket ball out of her gut and then kissed her. Right. With was, no medical training. No medical and training. then pressed directly on the wound when he was trying yeah. to hook up with her. I, I, don't, I don't know uh, where he learned his moves, but never press on a woman's lower stomach when you're trying to yeah. hook up. Yeah. Even without a we'll cannonball in there, no that would be just, a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really just the she likes a lot of pressure on the intestinal area. That's what she's into. Yeah. yeah nothing sure. gets her hotter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chris, what's your compliment? 
Oh, yeah. Um, oh, there's this great time when uh, Shaw and uh, Morgan, so Gina Davis and Matthew Bodine, uh, actually Bodine. get to the treasure. And <laughs> Let's call him Bodine. Let's just stick with Bodine. Bodine. It yeah, makes more Bodine sense. Bodine and Davis get to the treasure, and they've, like, uh, you know, uh, rappelled down this cliff face to get to this cave. And they get there, and they see the treasure, and for about a minute of movie, their only lines are, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Uh, they basically have a treasure gasm right there. <laughs> I like treasure as well. They just throw it, handfuls that. of it in the air and giggle. <laughs> I thought they were going to fuck on a pile of gold. <laughs> I thought they were going to like, were just doing happy oh, Valentine's oh, Day. That, all this gold. That is oh. the way that Scrooge McDuck does it, by the way, yeah. in case you're at Scrooge style. Does he? He bathes in that. It seems like it would be dirty. Uh, yeah. You could have like sort of, yeah, like it's like hot tub mm. sex for him. Right? You'd be dirty, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> real dirty. I don't know. You're going to get some doubloons in the butt. You don't really want that. <laughs> Where would you keep your doubloons? <laughs> Not in the butt? If you're rolling around. Oh, doubloons. I heard balloons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ez, why don't you be third? So this movie went over budget quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, uh, sure. one of the reasons that went over budget uh, is that uh, the director and Gina Davis apparently loved V8. Um, and just shipped a <laughs> shit ton of V8 uh, to to their place, and so like they huh. at a certain point realized they had too much V8 to like for themselves to drink. So by the end of it, they had like a big V8 party with the cast to like drink up all the rest of the V8. And I kind of like the idea. Yeah, there's like a whole That's room, so weird, a yeah. room just of V8, just weird. lots of V8 juice. Well, I mean, well, that not... explains why this movie looks like it was filmed through an orange peel. <laughs> <laughs> also, why no one got scurvy? That's good. Yeah. A lot of tomatoes. Um, so yeah, well, I, we're super concerned about scurvy. Right, right. Well, you know, it's V8. You could have had a V8, Chris. Like it, it would have been two servings of vegetables. Like, <laughs> how many vegetables have you had so far, Chris? Like in your uh, life, one, one and a half. <laughs> I don't understand what if I either. Tell you that this one glass could get you more servings than that. <laughs> It's also, uh, what a weird, gross drink to have at a party. Like, everybody's just sort of, like, feeling bloated and oversalted. Uh, <laughs> That's weird. Like, they're just drinking drink cold Drink this soup. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. It's, it's just a lot of soup. A soup drink is not the best. Uh, my major compliment is this. So, apparently, the movie started filming with Mike, or started with Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they actually yeah. started filming. And then he quit because his role was too small. Uh, and then... The following actors turned down the role of Shaw. Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves, Shit. Liam Neeson, Jeff Bridges, Ralph Fiennes, Charlie Sheen, and Michael Keaton. They all turned down the role of Shaw. And my Michael compliment... Keaton following up on the heels of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, my compliment is to all of Yikes. those guys, because uh, good on you. Because this was a yeah, career was ruiner. A very forgiving role. What did Matthew Bodine do after this? <laughs> Uh, he did a lot of TV, I think, because I got really curious about that, too. Um, I think he just mostly went into TV. Yeah, that's probably mm. a step down, but it's not the worst. He's a, he's a neat-looking guy. I don't know. He's good piratey <laughs> facial hair. He's fine. Um, <laughs> fine. He's fine. He's in Transporter 2. Transporter 2! Oh, one, one of yeah. my top three favorite Transporters. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, Yeah. Anyway, so good on all of those guys for not being a part of this. Because how much worse would uh, these would would you think of Keanu Reeves as Shaw? I would have loved to seen this. With I, Keanu would. I would like it. 
Yeah, right. I, I think it would have been treasure. great. Yeah, I, I would have liked to see this sort of where they had like just every scene, it was a different Shaw, and they just go through everyone. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then one time it's just like there's like no one there, and then one time there's a cardboard cutout there, yeah. and one time it's the monkey, and one time yeah. it's her dad. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like a stack of V8s one time. <laughs> yeah, it's a, V8. a bunch of V8s, but with a goatee. V8s with a goatee would be the best one. <laughs> you just put a, like, a clearly just spirit gummed goatee onto a bottle of B- V8. And then one time it's K-Stew. Yeah, exactly. K-Stew drinking a V8 with a goatee. <laughs> Seems like my I, kind of fantasy. I would not reason. drink any beverage that had facial hair. <laughs> You're the devil in disguise. Oh, yes, you are. Devil in disguise. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our anchor segment now. Let's get into our hate game, you guys. Uh, let's just grab our hatelesses and have a good old-fashioned sword hate. Let's do some some swashbuckling sword hating. But don't make it too fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, be but, safe. Yeah, be, be relatively safe. Yeah. Uh, make, make sword fighting look very achievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that one of the reasons why Matthew Modine, according to Wikipedia, he agreed to it because he's... Pretty good yeah, at fencing. All of our research facts are the same Wikipedia article that we all read. <laughs> well, I don't always read the Wikipedia article, so I feel like I'm educated this week. But yeah, he joined it. He, one of the reasons he took the roles because he likes fencing already. Yeah, he was he was a fencer, so he got a chance to do a little tiny bit of not really fencing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what's some, what's something you did not like about this movie, you guys? Oh, I wish they had done any acting. And what I mean by that is mostly in the accent department, everything was very spotty. Yeah, they weren't even trying. <laughs> I mean, Gina Davis was more wooden than the mermaid on the front of that schooner. I Burn! Just, it's a pirate burn is what that was. <laughs> I was really proud of the pirate Arr. burn. <laughs> Arr. But she Arr. did. She just, I think, like, deep. I mean... The whole time she was just like she just seemed like she was a soccer mom who was doing some piracy on the way to like getting a skinny latte yeah. with like a little yeah. bit of stage combat classes. Yeah. Well, just, she was wearing tivas, I'm pretty sure. So, soccer mom, <laughs> yes. Just really not interested in being pirate like at all, either of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're just like hanging out and then like, yeah, I guess treasure. Uh, who, who else is something they didn't like about it? Um, I mean, I guess I'm just kind of curious like so one of the many barrels uh, at Mordecai's uh, pad uh, was just like filled with eels, I guess. A bunch of and and not yeah. just normal eels, like eels trained Huge to kill. Eels. Specifically, like yeah, specifically like the shrieking eels from Princess Bride, I think. Yeah, like, very angry, like like eels who'd been trained to eel fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These were like not coming from a loving eel home. They had no. been like I think eel abused, abused eels for sure, and they were just vicious. <laughs> and they, people would just <laughs> yeah, having them just... was eel advised. <laughs> oh, oh man, you're getting worse than Arr. I am. What happened to you? Arr. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> yeah. So so and were they? I didn't understand the commerce. What were they doing with the bucket of eels? Were they selling the eels? Step one: get a barrel full of eels. <laughs> Step two: I think. Once you have a barrel full of eels, you're basically printing money, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like keeping eels in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the saying goes. <laughs> that was a weird... know, maybe they were going to have some unagi sushi. Or I guess so. Unagi is good. All right, here's something I hated. The head map is super gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the entire is. time that she has it in her pants. It's the grossest thing. I mean, even pants. if look, even if you kept it somewhere not in your pants, still a gross thing to do. Still horrifying. Right? And but the, it's like there's no good part of a junk. head map. 
Yeah, your junk adds a touch of gross, it, and it being your dad adds another touch. Also, of gross. when they came close in on it, like it was clear, you could see like the balding pattern of the guy. Oh, it's just a gross head map. Props did a good job. <laughs> I, horrifying. Props gross. did too good of a job. Fire those props, people. <laughs> Here's something else that I really hate. Uh, at the end of it, at the end of the the movie, she's talking to her pirate crew, and she's like. Let's all go to Madagascar and do some piracy because that's what we're born to do. And it seems like it's kind of unfortunate if what you're born to do is illegal and immoral and terrible. Yeah, I mean, at least I, she has that nature nurture debate answered. She, does, she definitely <laughs> took care of that. It's not I, that her, her dad was a pirate and her uncle was a pirate and her other uncle was a pirate and her other seven uncles were also pirates, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that her um, grandparents had a large number of pirates in the family. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, right? Like, why go to, like, Madagascar for piracy when you're basically, like, you're in, like, the, the mecca of piracy, right? Yeah, you're she said in, there was some good pirating down there, but... Like, the pirating yeah, did say there was good. the best pirating in the world in that shipping lane. Okay, but it's just, like, you're in the Caribbean of the pirates... Uh, the, oh, Caribbean. the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, like, it's that Caribbean that we're talking about. Well, or, no, or the other way to think about it is, you know, there already are the pirates of the Caribbean, and you're not one of them. So, like, yeah. big fish, small pond thing sort of thing. Oh, okay. You know, go to Madagascar, because no one's heard the pirates of the Madagascar shipping lane. Sure, sure. Like, and then, like, that zebra and, like, hippo and, like, uh, giraffe, like, those friends, like, those guys are ripe for some pirating. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we're just escaping from the zoo with this treasure. (laughs) Also, I've got a map on a giraffe's skull. (laughs) Gross. Ugh. But yeah, it just seems weird that you're, what you're born to do is something horrible. Like, it's just a weird way to decide that. <laughs> Raping, just, pillaging. Yeah, well, it's just a bummer bombs. of timing, I think, is what it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think, like, the real problem, like, if they had been alive, I don't know, like, they could have they could have invented Napster, basically, right? <laughs> they could have been, if just, like... Hey, if they wanted to later. invent Napster, they would have invented Napster. <laughs> For all we know, they could have invented Napster, just like that. Like, just a lot of it was very problematic, right? And that, like, there were no MP3s yet, and like, no, like, no one else was using Napster, but they invented it. Then. You know what's great about Napster? Much lower mortality rate than <laughs> 1700s piracy. But they, what about the moral mortality rate? Mm. Yeah, that's very high, right? Because of those ads. Yeah, but where higher than piracy? No, this is the thing about the thing about piracy <laughs> is like when they decided to let it ride with that pile of gold they had. That's when I was like, oh, maybe these guys aren't awesome. Maybe this is like an illness. Yeah. Maybe like maybe they're addicted to piracy. Addicted to the game. <laughs> yeah, you just won. You won the most anyone has ever won at piracy. And you immediately yeah. are like, you know, I hear there's some good pirating down in Africa. That's <laughs> you know what I could really go for some pirating. Yeah, like let's celebrate. Yeah, and this after week. Morgan like shames them, she's like, you could stay here, drink some tea, have a great life, start a family. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that sounds awful. <laughs> I hope we don't and drink some tea. And then they all like tea. mess with her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're like, haha, yeah, we'll take this money and use it for something. What's the point of the money? Here's the other thing. If all you like is being pirates, th- you don't need this much money. You could have just taken two necklaces out of the cave every couple years to keep the ship going and then just go pirate around. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's a hedge against, you know, bad pirating years, right? <laughs> or, or if you got to pay out your bail or something like Put that. Put it all right? in gold. Uh, yeah. It is. It's a good, it's a good investment. Can they're I also diversified. Say- you know, they've got a couple of... Uh, so a couple of mutual funds that they've bought. Yeah, a couple of blue chips. <laughs> yeah, in case in case the piracy world tanks, they they own some 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 parts of the tech heavy Nasdaq. 
<laughs> Which at the time is just barrels. <laughs> and eels transport and and, oh, and man, you buy yourself a couple more eels. <laughs> <laughs> Always money in the eel barrel. This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon. Arg. Meanwhile, in Jamaica, right before the start of the movie Cutthroat Island. Uncle Mordecai, Uncle Richard, Dad, I think we should talk about this Cutthroat Island treasure. That treasure's safe, sweetie. We each have a piece of the map, right, Richard? Safe as houses it is! I use me map as a handkerchief. That doesn't sound that safe. What if your brother, Dog Brown, wants the treasure? Oh, then he'll have to contend with me snot first. See, this is exactly what I was afraid of. Uncle Mordecai, how are you keeping your piece of the map safe? A barrel. You mean like a barrel that you keep in a safe place? Nope. Gets broken like four or five times an hour. Sometimes it explodes for no reason. Arr, yeah. Does anyone else have problems with these things exploding? I feel like every third thing I touch explodes. Yep. Like we were building water troughs out of C4? Come on. Come on! Ah, no, me water trough! Guys, focus. If we want to keep Dog from taking the treasure, we really need to crack down on map security. Don't worry, daughter mine. I tattooed it right here on me noggin. Alright. And the wording's all backwards. It, it looks wicked bad A. Wicked bad A. Ah, no, me other water trough! So if I want to get the treasure, I'd need to have a snotty hanky, an exploding barrel, and a bloody scalp. It's wicked bad, eh? Ah, no, me pig leg! What an unfortunate accident. That was no accident! It was me, Dog Brown, the evil brother! Ah, Dog Brown, I'll never show you me map. Dog. Even if it looks wicked bad, eh? Dog. Try to cut me out of all my inheritance, will you? I'll cut your hearts out of your chests! Dang, dog! Respect! Uncles! Dad! Let's just all share the treasure and make one big map. Morgan, the psychological damage is too great. When our father said I was too evil to get any treasure, that really hurt me inside. That's why I bought you Healing Your Emotional Self from read-weep.com slash Amazon. A powerful program to help you raise your self-esteem. That sounds really nice. And a portion goes to support my favorite podcast, Read It and Weep. Hey, dog. Why don't we take all those hurt feelings and put them in this water trough? Then we can find the treasure together. You guys really mean it? Sure. We can go with me, mate. Pirate lion. Yarr. Family is the true treasure. Also gold. Heal yourself with read-weep.com slash Amazon. Anytime, water trough. That's more like it. All right, you guys, now we're going to play, by request of our sponsor, Michael, we are going to play his favorite game, King of Bullshit Mountain. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. So there's an awful lot. <laughs> I like that opening. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, King of Bullshit Mountain. So in, uh, we're going to start, I think we should start with Ezra, because uh, okay. you were coming pretty close there in that ad. You covered a couple things that I want to talk about. So I think you've got some opinions on this already. So let's start with you as King of Bullshit Mountain. We will ask you questions about the movie, and anybody who can unseat you by stumping you uh, will then take over as king. Ready. Excellent. Ezra, if having a pet monkey is as useful and fun as it's displayed in this movie, why doesn't <laughs> everyone do it? 
so not all pet monkeys are like i guess house trained and or very very stubborn about being house trained arms gina, trained mm-hmm. yeah boat trained uh gina davis is just very like i guess i don't know resistant to monkey poop and that she doesn't care if it's like everywhere uh. most people care Oh, okay. So you think she's just gotten immune to monkey poop and, like, also did a lot of training to get him where he is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is still poops most places, but, like... And do you think it's worth it? Uh, well, I mean, it just depends what else you have to do, you know, if you're, like... <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're writing your book about pirates, for example, by hanging out with pirates, <laughs> yeah. uh, then you might not have time to train a monkey. All right. How is, uh... How is Gina Davis and Bodine... How are those two people so good at not getting dashed on the rocks uh, when swimming in turbulent seas um, when most other people would have to die. Mm. I mean, again, I think they just keep a lot of buoyant riders nearby and those are kind of just like a buffer zone you know like it's it's like that's like like that's like bowling with like the bumpers on basically you're like you're swimming with the fat riders nearby they're their bumper getting dashed against the rocks exactly yeah yeah and it's like oh it's fine it's like it's 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 a little rough for like the corpulent riders but so what you're saying is they keep novelists around as floaties (laughs) exactly that's why you have a novelist around yeah it's sometimes you know like you just gotta like oil something up like uh the gears don't grind it's like that but with monkey poop and novelists yeah you got it you got it yeah I Um, i think i got it another brief question for you ezra uh, at the big sea battle at the end, both ships are broadsiding each other with many, many cannons, <laughs> and yet neither ship seems to suffer any structural damage from this. None whatsoever. Please explain how this could have happened. They are firing. They're like point blank. These ships just go up next to each other, and they have a wall of maybe thirty or forty cannons, <laughs> and they're scoring direct hits. Just firing wall, like just See, a wall I- of cannons. I think I actually know how this happened. Oh, okay. I think they're just lined up so well that it was just like they'd fire one cannonball into the other cannon, which would then fire it back into the other cannon. They're just passing the cannonball back and forth oh. between cannons. Oh, it's like catch. <laughs> yeah, it's like catch. <laughs> which is what I like to do on the beach. So that actually makes some Gun sense. Gunpowder fueled yes. catch. Yeah. It's like that cup and ball thing. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that sure does explain it. You're killing at this, Ezra. <laughs> this might be a record for King of Bullshit Mountain. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, when they arrive at Cutthroat Island, they find Shaw, they being the good pirates slash Gina, um, find Shaw in quicksand, and they all decide to stand around and whisper at the quicksand. <laughs> How does whispering around quicksand prevent someone from sinking faster in quicksand? Some question, is that similar to whistling past the graveyard? <laughs> whispering yes. past the, the, the quicksand? No, I had no idea about this. <laughs> Yay! Okay, Sarah's, Sarah's queen of bu- bullshit mountain. She I be, am the queen. What? She can't be king. That's sexist. She can't be king. We could do. How about how about this? Okay. Your, your queen be spelled with a K W. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. That's who I am. All right, the queen. All right, queen yeah. of bullshit mountain. I got a question for you. Yes. Uh, with the high mortality rate among pirates, how could it possibly mm. be worth it? You know, you have to you have to love your life every single day. And these pirates love being pirates. They know the score, but they would rather go out in a blaze of glory than retire somewhere with a chamomile tea, as Gina calls it. <laughs> now they just want to live their life while they have it. And do you really do you think it's that and it's not the fact that the captains might be lying to them about their chances of finding treasure and or surviving? 
I mean, that could be the case, but as we see in this movie, sometimes those treasure maps actually lead to real, legit <laughs> treasure. Right. So I think at this point, they had to have taken enough where they just trust their captain. So whatever their captain tells them, they're going to do. Now, yeah, that's actually a great question. Like, how do they know from looking at these maps that this treasure isn't mined out already? Because it's not yeah, like they change. They don't it. come back and retattoo Papa's scalp when the treasure's gone. So well, there's just a just map maybe have like a, a counter on the side. That's like you know, like we have ten out of three hundred, uh, you know, Dubloons. like golds taken, and yeah. then you just like update it on the side. Right, but I guess what I'm saying is we didn't see them do that, so it seems weird. Like maybe uh, like the next pirates who find these three parts of the map will not know that the treasure is already on a pirate ship. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, they like, needed like a phone tree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to let all the pirates know. <laughs> uh, hey, Blackbeard. Yeah, it's Stumpy. I was just calling to let you know that. Uh, yeah, somebody already found the gold, so if you find those three pieces of map, don't bother going to Cutthroat Island. Also, could you call four of your closest pirate friends and let <laughs> also, them know? Also, have you seen Bluebeard? He got fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, it's really just an excuse to gossip about pirates. <laughs> oh, pirate gossip line. You see the Reaper? Man, that ship is in terrible condition these days. They're just not doing the upkeep that you'd expect. Yeah, it's like a coat of paint, not that hard. Yeah, you're bringing down the whole sea here. The whole <laughs> yeah, ocean values. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the on the point of cannonballs. Okay, so um when they had the great bad dog line, uh and Gene Davis blasts dog with the cannon, the cannon carries him. Like the cannonball just carries him, does not rip through his stomach. But propels How? him with enough force that he tears through multiple walls with his body. Yeah, and continues going out like in to infinity, like off the off the coast. Of yeah. Yeah. Roadrunner style. Yeah. Um, he went around the earth three times. <laughs> oh, that's how? That was the key. <laughs> yeah, but but how? <laughs> how didn't it rip through his body? How didn't it? Oh, I forgot I was the queen for a second. Oh. Um, <laughs> dog works queen. out. Dog works out. Dog worked out, dog. Dog works out. Dog, dog, dog has just... abs of steel. That's yeah. your answer. Dog worked out. Yeah, dog does dog not skip Corday. Yeah, yeah, dog does not skip Corday, and these again, these cannonballs, very selective in what they are going to go through. Sometimes they hit things and explode. Sometimes they just bounce right off. Yeah. Sometimes they just gently cuddle your tummy while you fly through the air. It's like uh, yeah, cannonballs work at like at their own discretion, basically. Uh, in this yeah, era. yeah, wow. And I think they thought this will be a real treat for him. <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I feel like man, this is a this is a day of a lot of success on. Uh, on King of Bullshit Mountain. Sometimes it doesn't seem like anybody wants to be king or queen, uh, but you guys are killing it. It seems like you're sort of working as a team even. So I'm going to pose yeah. this to both you guys because this is a tough question. Okay. King and queen of Bullshit Mountain. Who had time to make this treasure map? Who sat down and was like, I have one piece of paper, one piece of eel barrel, and one piece of my uncle's scalp, and decided to draw... Is that what it is? The other yeah, brother is the artist? It was Richard. Yeah, he was like, you yeah, guys... Yeah, Richard, Richard the artist. Yeah, you guys, this will be... Yeah, Richard the artist. He'd be like, this will be really fun for everyone. What if we all have a piece of this treasure map? It'll be great. Well, I have something that represents each of your personality. Your skull. <laughs> an eel barrel. An eel barrel. A piece of and paper. And my And uh, your head. Which yeah. I think yeah. adequately and, represents you as a person. And and then he's like, well, dog. Dog's like, oh, what well, represents me? Like, oh, right, we have... 
we have another brother. Shit. <laughs> what represents um, you is the villain role. <laughs> this is what I never understand about the buried treasure system. It's like they have to get they have to hide the treasure because they have too much treasure, I guess. And so they hide it somewhere and then they like they learn they have Latin, they have a code creator, they write things backwards. They create it on several different pieces of material, but it's still like when you push them together, like the head map and the barrel map connect perfectly. When do pirates have this kind of time and energy? Shouldn't they be out pirating Madagascar? It's on their way. Um, crossing the ocean <laughs> takes a long time. You know, once you set your your headings, you have all that time, right? And you're the captain. You don't. You're not up there at the wheel the whole time. Yeah. So you can go into your cabin, sketch idly, yeah. maybe like cook some meals like just really treat yourself <laughs> yeah right you, or you have like a piratey crafternoon and then you make uh oh. these uh yeah <laughs> you make do these like a portmanteau crafternoon um <laughs> i have a uh sarah I, I guess as the queen i have a logistics question for you mm. uh, about pirates specifically about fruit logistics mm-hmm. when the bad guys mm. land at oh, cuthbert yes. island to ambush the good guys for some reason mm-hmm. they are shown hauling fruit from their ship oh yeah to the island uh. yes but why they're only going to be there a short time right and it seems like and islands have more island fruit than boats has normally its own fruit well, here's i thought it was thing, going though. the other way you never know well you never know what is going to be on that island if that fruit's going to be weird if it's going to be like in life of pie where there's teeth inside Ooh. so they brought this uh fruit with teeth them fruit yeah Ugh. read that book uh Ugh. so they brought this with them so they have their own safe stores of fruit scurvy can strike at any moment it's, <laughs> everyone knows it's super fast yeah it's fast scurvy they call it yeah um, and you know they could have had a v8 but they didn't want it because <laughs> it tastes like minestrone yeah it tastes like minestrone <laughs> that's my point i'm sure i stated it very well <laughs> <laughs> and with that i think sarah has won the king of bullshit yes. mountain Yay! all right well that brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich we're gonna go in reverse order so i guess that means i have to go first so Here's my minor compliment for Cutthroat Island, the movie. Uh, what I like about pirate movies is not the sword fighting per se. It's the sword fighting in precarious places. That's really <laughs> what differentiates it from like a medieval epic where they're just like standing in a field sword fighting. In pirate movies, they start on the deck and then they jump to the rail and mm. then they climb the net and fight on the crow's nest or on a bow, I guess. Alex, how do you feel about like parkour pirates oh like where they're really just like you know just like an urban pirate adventure i guess with a lot of just like you know dangling from like fire escapes and like just going off of roofs does, I that, think, does that do it for you i think it's a good thing i'm not driving right now because all i'm seeing is dollar signs no <laughs> yeah that's a great idea i love it <laughs> uh it sounds awesome uh <laughs> although i like parkour with a sword on your hip is a, just a terrible idea I mean, if you're a beginner, yeah. Right, yeah, right. For that's how you weed out the beginners. This is for advanced pirates. Continuing backwards, Ezra, I think that's you. What's your minor compliment? This movie holds up for me. Like, um, Does it? Yeah, absolutely. Wait, it wasn't I, good in the first place. How can it hold up? Well, I mean, actually, easily, right? If, that, if that's the case. Oh, okay. It stayed, not, it stayed not great. 
No, but for me, like, this was fun when I saw it, like, um, you know, when I was 10 on, like, Christmas Day, uh, and it was fun now. Like, I, I like it when things blow up for no reason. Uh, I like no swords. No reason. <laughs> no reason. Why would you need a reason if the explosion is reason enough? Um, I don't know. I, I like uh, a strong, sassy uh, female pirate lead um, who, who can, like, cut the top off of, like, a, a bottle and drink and then, like, also oh, have a Oh, yeah, monkey. that was a terrible idea. That would be <laughs> so jagged. Lips, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's how you toughen up your like. I don't know. Like pirates have to be tough all over. You know, you can't have soft lips. You have to have, like you know. Chapped, wind burned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can't, can't Sunburned. Whiskey all the burns. Glass burned. Yeah. <laughs> Mesquite yeah. charred lips. Um, Basically, your face should resemble an oak aged bourbon barrel. <laughs> right. <laughs> You've just a recently flambéed baked Alaska. <laughs> that's the key to your face <laughs> alright Chris what is your minor compliment oh um, my compliment is this movie made me realize uh, or at least have way more respect than I did before for Orlando Bloom who I thought was the most wooden character in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie mm-hmm. um, because he had so much more charisma and gravitas than anybody in this movie yeah. certainly and he made uh, you know being a pirate or in his case pirate wannabe uh, look fun and none of these people seem to be having any fun yeah and also there's you know the, the way your face grows that particular piratey goatee mustache combination you know like it's yes. different for every person and uh yeah he did a unique decent snowflake. job of that yeah it's a unique and individual goatee <laughs> and uh yeah. he did a nice Goat job flake. it actually makes me really want to see that movie again yeah yeah I'm, yeah, I'm just back the on the pirate one. boat the other ones but the first no, one the other really ones good. don't need are also apocryphal but yeah, yeah. I think the first one would hold up. I would think so. It does. I watched it again, like last year. It's really fun. Yeah, and I—that's what made me so angry about this movie. I know that uh, our sponsor thought it would be a fun one because it's like he, he thought it was like the good amount of bad. But for me, it was mostly—it was one of those things that angered me for how good it should have been able to be. Like the pieces of a pirate movie are so solid. It's just—it's just a gimme. It's a freebie. Making a good pirate <laughs> movie. Uh, it's like making a decent pizza. It's like even did, a bad did, one's pretty good. Yeah, how did you screw this up? Yeah, how I mean, did you I take... even watch Master and Commander, and that was terrible. Yeah, that and was it... I, that was fun, and not enough things oh, blew up. Oh, thank you. I also hate Master and Commander. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always tries to tell me I'm wrong, but I'm like, oh my god, have you watched it though? <laughs> it's a bit it's okay. Three hours of sailing and playing the cello. <laughs> And I mean, I think boots that never matter. Why do those <laughs> boots matter? Uh, yeah, okay. the world I, I wants to just, know, Sarah. This is the problem with, I think, maybe movies on the water. It's just that nothing moves fast enough, you know? Yeah. Well, I just w- Megan and I just watched uh, Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation again. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, cool. Which totally holds up, by the way. But Babs and Buster Bunny are floating on an upside-down dining table down the river, and they get in all kinds of adventures in a 40-minute movie. I mean, yeah, and in the Goofy movie, um, yeah, the Goofy but, movie know, too. They got... They're in a floating car. They get in tons of action. I, I don't know what these pirate movies have trouble with. Maybe they just need to be river pirates instead of ocean. Yeah, pirates. yeah well, that's the thing. Like, if you end up on the water at some point, fine, you'll get off the water. But if you are starting on the water, you're going to be on the water for too well, long. Well, the movie's called Cutthroat Island, not Cutthroat Bay. I mean, they could get off the water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it could be like a land movie that just happened to be on an island. Yeah, this should be a lot about like once they parallel park the ship, which takes kind of a while and people are watching, so it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so awkward. Oh. <laughs> Jump into the longboat, go on shore, and then it's a shore pirate movie. Totally. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it seems like, I don't know how they managed to mess up this pizza. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, that leaves you. What's your minor compliment? 
I think this movie is actually very sweet if you watch it as a story of Trotter finding his true career path. <laughs> Lieutenant Trotter. Yeah. yeah, Trotter is the put-upon lieutenant we mentioned briefly earlier, and you see, like, you check back in with him throughout the movie when they when they go back <laughs> to the... Yeah, for no reason. When they check back in on the soldiers, they'll always show him, and he's always, like, someone's bossing him around or calling him ugly or, like, making fun of him. And by the end of the movie, he becomes a pirate, and the pirates are making fun of him, too, but you can tell he kind of likes it. It was more loving, yeah. loving ribbing. It was he, more. He doesn't have to wear a shirt under his vest. Yeah, that is a happier time. <laughs> and, no. And, and no wig. Yeah. Although his hair was still weird. <laughs> well, everyone's sure. hair was weird. Yeah, it's I mean, that's, not, time, that's not. Let's not blame Trotter for that. Right, but I like that. Yeah, that this is this is the movie that uh, that gu- high school guidance counselors show people who are thinking about joining the navy. They're like, no, look, here's the story of one man who found his true calling outside the Navy. In an independent militia Navy. (laughs) (laughs) More of an entrepreneur, sort of, uh, gonna get killed at sea, gets a shitty shift in the the crow's nest right away. Oh, yeah, he's gonna fall to his death pretty soon, right? Like, that's the real end of the story. But here's the thing, assuming he doesn't fall to his death, Ezra, Trotter has the most treasure to least piracy actually done. <laughs> That's in this true. Wait, yeah. you think sort he gets like a, a share? Oh yeah, I think he gets oh, a share. Yeah. She said everyone gets a share. I mean, he's gonna lose it all when they like bet it all on pirate. But yeah, still, right. <laughs> but wait, really? You give a guy who just showed up that day, you give him a share? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. I don't know, man. If Have he you gets seen him, he's so he did, nice. He did some light sword play. He did, and he shot. He, he killed, shot his he captain. That guy. He 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 betrayed his entire everything he believed. He killed in. a guy. Okay, that's true. Yeah. He did. <laughs> that's true. It's not just like no work. He killed a guy. All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're finally talking about Face Slash Off. This is sponsored by Matt. Matt says, Face Off is basically my attempt to buy karma ahead of time. There are a couple of topics I'd like to sponsor in the future, which are pretty horrible. So as you guys know, <laughs> long con with Face Off. Thanks, Matt. Also, I don't know much about karma, but I'm pretty sure karma can see you through your bullshit, Matt. Just, I don't... Yeah. Karma especially is... Especially if you tell us it's bullshit. Yes. No, no, no. Karma is absolutely literal. It does not care about like, the, your intentions. It's just whatever, whatever happens, that's what you get credit for. All right. Well, I hope you're right. Uh, but in any case, we're going to watch Face Off, and it's going to be excellent. So join us for that next week. If you've seen Face Off and have some thoughts on it, we'd love you to share with us. Go to uh, read-weep.com. And you can go. You can send us some feedback there. Click on the on the little email icon, or you can go to facebook.com slash weep, or send us your tweets at read underscore weep, and we would love to read some of your thoughts on air. So tell us what you thought about Face Off. Uh, whether you thought it was, I don't know. What, what do we what do we ask about Face Off? I don't know. Tell us your thoughts. Um, whether it was too face or too off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you liked oh. it better if they kept their faces on? I don't know. Uh, Should have been called butt off instead, where they just switch butts. <laughs> that <laughs> it's important it's called butt slash off because if it was just called butt off it would be like a butt contest <laughs> one butt yeah. <laughs> i demand a butt off <laughs> right. I, actually i could i could write a movie that way where it's like it's a sequel to face off it's like like john travolta like has to go undercover with a criminal's butt to get through. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's like a criminal's a butt model and yeah so exactly he has and, like, to infiltrate the, the world of high stakes butt. butt modeling <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I hope this exists. Alright, watch butt off. Uh, Alright. Uh, that's So that's next week. Please join us for that. Thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. And uh, happy birthday, Monica. Yeah, I hope you yeah. had a great birthday. This is a sweet present. Uh, I like when we're a gift to somebody. I enjoy that. And also, thanks for joining us at Sarah Hathaway. I hope you uh, enjoyed being Monica's present. Oh, my pleasure. I did really enjoy watching this movie. Thank you for requesting me. It was very sweet. And I hope you have a happy birthday. And uh, you can find her on Twitter at Sarah Hathaway. And you can also uh, see her at Mer- in her group Meridian at IO Chicago. And uh, mm-hmm. you can see her on Instagram where she takes pictures of dogs. Yeah, pretty much only my dog now. So if that's not your thing, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm sorry Captain Dog didn't enjoy it more. But we'll, it's okay. He got a belly rub. He was fine. Okay, good. We, we will talk to you again soon because we have some other sponsorships that also requested you. So we look forward to more great episodes. Yay! All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Pshh. That's right there.